Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Words on Wednesday by me, Karina, where we talk about life as a Christian and how God not only continues to change my life, but also many lives surrounding me. And if you want to grow in your faith, you want to know more about God, you want to know more about Jesus, then this is the right podcast for you. Thank you so much for listening and make sure to enjoy today's episode. Hello, hello guys, and welcome back. As I said in the intro already, I'm glad to be recording a new episode and I hope you're all doing good. I hope you are feeling well, like well rested after those, I think, no, it's the last week of January. So I hope you had an amazing January, an amazing start into the new year with God, of course, and with Jesus. And yeah, so let's just jump straight into it, right? So we will talk about being ready today and... It's funny on how that happened because I was in Manchester a few days ago for another job and I was like, I had to prepare my hair. So those twists, I'm always doing them myself and I had to prepare them and I decided to listen to worship the whole time I was like doing my hair, which was like three hours. And yeah, I just sang along and did my hair and everything. And you know, when God just suddenly gives you like a revelation about something and an impulse, you're like, oh wow it's like a light bulb like over your head so this is what happened because whilst I was doing my hair and like coming along to the worship song I think it was from Elevation Worship at that time from the set where they also sang praises and everything and I was like doing my hair and then I was like true God this is why it is this way and the thing is like because I had a conversation with a friend a while ago um I don't know when it was it was months ago and she was like saying like because I was like talking about what God did and because reading Deuteronomy Jeremiah seeing how God like worked in those crazy ways but also like having this like I think in numbers it is where God split up like split up the earth to swallow the enemies of Moses and also his enemies so it was just like okay God like moves so crazy and she was like yeah why isn't he doing it anymore like why isn't he doing it now and then I was like yeah God is still the same yesterday today and um, forevermore but then the revelation hit me I was like you can do those things again but we have became people of little faith and in this moment I was like whoa so I stopped doing my hair wrote it down in my notes and I was just like okay wow and I thought about it and dwelled on it and also like searched scripture for it and it's just so amazing I wrote it down like at 7 p.m why isn't he performing those big miracles anymore dot 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 because we have become people of little faith loving comfort and it was like ew wow also also like it was really there was a German word did you see did you hear that (laughs) but um it was so such a revelation and I was just like okay well God because he can still do those miracles and wonders and Jesus even himself says that he can that we will do greater things than him through the Holy Spirit but we limit God by not getting ourselves ready so this is where the title of like the um, episode comes from ready because I looked at all those others because then after this revelation you know God just say tells you like read this read this like this person and this person so I have those three people and one of course you know and probably you also know all the others it's Noah it's Daniel and of course Jesus so as we know Noah built the ark and everyone thought he would be crazy because there wasn't a flood inside and everyone was like what are you doing are you crazy but the thing is like when we look back 
Why was Noah chosen to build the ark? And why was God able to move through Noah in such a miraculous way? It was only because he was seen as righteous and found favor with God. How will you be righteous? You'll be righteous when you'll be walking with God. So if we go to Genesis 6 and Genesis 6, 8 already, or let's start with 6. The Lord regretted that he had made human beings on the earth and his heart was deeply troubled. So the Lord said, I will wipe from the face of the earth the human race I have created and with them the animals, the birds and the creatures that move along the ground. For I regret that I have made them. But Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. This is the account of Noah and his family. Noah was a righteous man, blameless among the people of his time, and he walked faithfully with God. So why was he chosen by God to build the ark and not any other per- any other person? And why did his family then survive and, you know, like saw God's greatness and was part of God's miracle and wonder, like of the flood of the earth, but also the restoration of all humanity was because he was walking with God. He was faithfully walking with God and this is why he found favor with God and in God and this is why God chose him so to do great miracles for someone you have to be walking with God you cannot just be like yeah like I'm a Christian and I want to do all those things now if you want to do them just to do them or for the sake of performing them and being seen by others it will be really bad because even in Acts there's like this one person who has like um who got baptized and everything and he was like how can you give me this gift of the Holy Spirit how much money shall I give you or something like this and then Peter was like I think it was Peter he was like um you try to buy God basically and like he's he cursed him basically um saying that how could you because he was a like performer and like um how do you say it a magician before before he got like um converted he converted to Judaism uh, Christianity basically believing in Jesus Christ God can only use you when you make yourself available to be used by him by spending time with him by walking faithfully with him and how will you be righteous in keeping his decrees in loving him in seeking him day in and day out and also leading your household with this authority that God has given you and this like spiritual authority also so this was about Noah, like really like God chosen. But then we can go on and we can talk about Daniel. Because Daniel, we all know Daniel in the lion's den. And we know all of this. We know the three in the fire. And where there was another in the fire, fourth in the fire. And about Daniel, we know that he was like committed to his relationship with God. He did not sacrifice his relationship for anything. He did not let a, like a law come into the relationship that he has with God he didn't hide he continued to pray on the window facing Jerusalem open windows where everyone can see him even though the law has been made that no one should worship or pray to any other God but the king Darius and this got him into the lion's den he doesn't only continue to publicly do what he has done before but he also watches what he consumes if we go to Daniel 1 verse 8 it says but Daniel resolved not to defile himself with the royal food and wine, and he asked the chief officials for permission not to defile himself this way. 
So Daniel didn't only choose to like the outward appearance, like an um, intimate relationship with God to show it and display it. But David also made a conscious decision of what he's putting in his body. And he even said, test us like when he tests us and he says, give, give us only vegetables to eat. And we will show you that we will be better off than your man eating all the fine foods and wines and meat and everything. And they were better off. So they were allowed to just eat their vegetables and the food that was holy and clean. Um, yeah, so basically Daniel had this daily relationship with God where he prayed three times a day. You can read this in Daniel 6 verse 10. It says like, now when Daniel learned that the decree had been published, that was the decree of not being allowed to pray to any other God, but to King Darius, he went home to his upstairs room where the windows opened toward Jerusalem. Three times a day, he got down on his knees and prayed, giving thanks to his God just as he had done before. So when Daniel went into the lion's den, he still had faith in God. Of course, he didn't know if he was going to be devoured or not, if it's going to be his end or not, but he faced his fate. He faced the consequences of the earth because he knew that God is greater. And going into the lion's den, then it is, it shall be so, but he didn't sacrifice his relationship with God. And this is why he has been blessed with so much wisdom. He has been blessed with so much wisdom to interpret all those dreams from Nebuchadnezzar, from Belshazzar. And really like he has been made this, he has been this righteous man who really seek God and seek God's face daily, three times a day. I mean, are we praying three times a day anymore? Like it takes an offering, it takes a sacrifice to be used by God and to see those wonderful miracles happen because Daniel was, has been made, because he interpreted the stream, I think of Belshazzar, he has been made the third highest ruler of the kingdom just because he could interpret one dream that no one could interpret. And, you know, like God made this possible and gave him this position, even though like there were enemies when we're looking back. And in the first place, even Nebuchadnezzar didn't want to get them on. And we're like, why shall you when we, when you were like part of our enemies? Um, or you are our enemies. But it's just like Daniel's obedience towards God, an intimate relationship, looking what he is consuming and what he's putting into his body as the holy temple, all of it made him a vassal for God to be used in great ways and to let great miracles flow out of it. So it is so important to not just be righteous and following God's decrees, but to also watch what we are consuming. Because when we are consuming junk, when we are consuming like series and worldly stuff that is not pleasing God, that is not like displaying God's love and mercy and kindness, but displaying, I don't know, let's say trash TV, where they are fighting, where they are cursing everything. This is not normal. Like, I, I, of course, I grew up, I didn't curse like a lot, but like cursing to me comes is so unnatural. Like I, like, it's so crazy, but for some people it's so normal and they curse with every word they say. And I'm often like, you know, when you have to discern when you're like, what did you say? <laughs> what did you say? Because I'm very, like, I choose my words very wisely. I don't talk quickly. Um, of course I'm not perfect. <laughs> I'm not saying that because of course there are arguments with my brother or my mom where I talk back or where I talk quickly without thinking and just saying what's, what was on my mind, which wasn't good. But I mean, like now, like I really choose my words wisely and don't want to put out words because like words that are like, you know, empty words, because 
words have the power of death and life and power of death and life lay in our tongue so what we say can either bring life or bring death so i choose wisely what i'm saying and also with cursing we shall speak wisely we can also speak negatively over ourselves and be like oh yeah it was a fun way haha <laughs> how silly how stupid i am but if you say it every day like this will have an impact on you and you can say it doesn't but it will like you speak words about yourself and over yourself and it will have an impact but yeah so what you what you are consuming because what you're consuming and what you're spending the most time with you become more likely of and represent it and yeah so just like david that we also make our time with God. He prayed three times a day. So praying three times a day, seeking God and looking what he puts into his holy temple. So God was able to lay his spirit on him and interpret those dreams for him and show him what the dreams meant because David was in the position of being ready and consecrated to God and not being like, you know, distracted by other things or being, um, consumed by everything that was around him but no he stood strong on his faith and knew that even though there's a decree that will um, proclaim him to death and to a death penalty he was like I will do it either way because it says just like that he went up and just like before he prayed with the open windows so you could be like yeah okay now that this decree is made I will not open a window so people won't see me but Daniel didn't care Daniel didn't care because he knew who God was and he loved God and he was a God pleaser, not a people pleaser, even if it means for him to go into the lion's den. And look what God did out of that. God shut the mouths of the lions and he wasn't devoured. He didn't even get a single scratch. So, and what did this do? Show, it showed God's greatness to the whole kingdom and showed that this is the real God, that this really truly is the one and only God that is true, that the God of, like as I said, that the God of Daniel has shut the lion's mouth and that they can all pray to this God, like to God, it, like again, even though the decree has been made before. So something greater came out of it. And then, yeah, but Daniel had to get himself ready for that. You know, it was like his daily intimate relationship and his consecration to God. But then we can also go to Jesus. When you talk about Jesus before he started his ministry where he was really going out, preaching, healing and going out with his disciples, everything, choosing his disciples. What happened before? He got baptized. That was the first one. He got baptized and, and said that this is the right way to do it, to keep all the decrees and laws and to do it righteous. And he got baptized and then the spirit came like a dove laid on him and then the heavens opened and a voice came where it was like for this is my son with whom i'm pleased so and then afterwards he went into the desert and fasted for 40 days we also think that fasting isn't important but i mean when jesus himself fasted before stepping into his ministry before stepping into changing like history changing relationship from us towards god and giving us the truth and being the messiah it's just like how much more do we need to get ready when jesus had to get ready when jesus had to get baptized and the spirit fell on him because even in matthews it says that through the spirit we'll be able to discern we'll be able to know things we'll be able to do things that we cannot do out of our own strength so if jesus needs the holy spirit we need the holy spirit if jesus went into the desert and fasted we need to go into the de desert and fast not literally but also like fasting is very important and when we read the scripture um, because Jesus didn't, because Jesus didn't only go into the desert and fasted, but Jesus also 
clap back at the devil with the word of God, with the truth. Because when we go into Matthew 4, 7, where the devil was like, oh, if you are the son of God, then just let you let like throw yourself off the cliff and let God's angels be sent for you. They will pick you up. Or if you are the son of God, then say to the stone, become bread and it will become bread. And Jesus was always like, do not put your God to the test and do not do this. But it is written and the word says this and this. So even in Matthew 4, 7, it was the last one where it was like Jesus answered him when like the devil said, oh, throw yourself off the cliff. Jesus was like, it is also written do not put the Lord your God to the test. So every time the devil attacked, he came with the word of God. He came, he spoke the truth, he spoke the word, everything, he spoke it back at the devil. So he had this authority and he claimed this authority in God's word. So we also need to know God's word. We need to study God's word. We need to know it because in situations of battle, in situations of spiritual warfare, when we get attacked, we need to be able to clap back and to speak the truth into it. Because as I said before, the power of life, the power of death and life lay in our tongue. So we have to be able to speak death and life to those situations because if the devil speaks lies over us and says, you are unworthy, you are, you will never be saved. You will never be loved. Then it is like, you can, you can clap back with like John three sixteen for God so loved the world that he gave us one and only son and whomever shall believe in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. And because you build, but because I believe in him, I have eternal life. I am saved. And through once and for all, he has been sacrificed he has been sacrificed and we have been made holy and we have been sanctified in us in the process of sanctification and all of those lies so that the devil claps claps us with we need to know god's word we need to know god's word to really push back and speak death into the lies that they will not manifest and will not build up into something in our lives where we are being like influenced by it where we start to believe it and where we start to believe a false identity about ourselves or a false character because yeah it is not speak always speak your truth over yourself so it's so important to know god's word and god's word is not boring the bible is not boring it's not school stuff it is really like sometimes when you read the bible of course in the beginning it's hard you are like okay i don't know how to start and it's like so tough i don't get it there are so many names but when you get deeper into it you see the beauty of god's word and it is so beautiful because sometimes i'm sitting there and i'm just like god wow like you love us so much especially reading the old testament and then the new testament and having those parallels everything you see how much how many things are connected and you see how much God loves loves us and how much grace actually means seeing what God did before in the Old Testament on what a sacrifice it was to give us Jesus Christ as the atonement for all of our sins to be redeemed and to be in a relationship with him because he doesn't owe us anything but because he loves us so much he chose to send his one and only son and go through everything that he went through to save us and to have a relationship with us and to restore us. The only thing we have to do now is to believe and to love him. And then everything else will follow, accepting the spirit. We will receive the discernment. We will be discerned about things that we are doing wrong or sin. And we will get to a repentant heart because we he will write his law in our hearts and tablets of our hearts but he will also change and transform our hearts to love him more and more so things that seemed normal before are no longer normal we feel the difference and yeah so 
And it's just so beautiful. So know God's word, study God's word. It is so worth it because it is so beautiful and you will see how much God loves us and that, yeah, he will never forsake us. It's just on us if we want to accept the relationship or not. So yeah, but continuing was like, if we want to be used by God, we have to get spiritually ready. We cannot expect to have those great miracles and wonders if we are not making ourselves ready for it. If Daniel had his relationship, intimate relationship with God every single day, three times a day, he prayed and look what he consumed. If Jesus goes, get baptized before he goes into the desert for 40 days and fasted before stepping into his ministry, knowing God's word, clapping back with it, but also receiving the Holy Spirit and also Noah being declared as a righteous man because he walked faithfully with God. What do we need to be qualified for God doing great wonders for us? There is this quote, God does not choose the qualified, but he qualifies the chosen. But the thing is like, yes, in the field that he's using us in, we may be unqualified in, but our qualification to be used by him has to be our closeness and intimate relationship with him. We have to know his word. We have to speak to his word because when, we be, when, we're, because when we're being sent out, opposition will come spiritual warfare will come and if you don't know god's word that is very dangerous because if you don't know god's word you don't know how to talk back to it you start to believe lies you start to get like a rotten rod like a rotten root that will build up and ugly fruits will come out of it but the most important thing is the foundation so before great wonders and miracles or ministries are going to come out of your relationship with god you have to be deeply anchored and deeply rooted in god like the tree by the river that will like never rot or wither because it is rooted in the source it is rooted in the water so it has always the supplication everything that it needs to grow in every season so we need to have a close relationship with God this is the foundation this is the foundation we have to have a close relationship with Jesus and really spend our every single day with him we have to study the word we have to be rooted in him spend time with him and worship him because I also realized like over the past few weeks I felt so weak in my prayer life and I was like I don't know what is going on but then on Sunday God revealed to me I left the heart of worship because before I was worshiping at home, I put some like, you know, the Phil Wickham like sunset listen through, or if you put like Maverick City music on and everything worship on, I put it like on my beamer and then beamed it on the wall and I was singing with them and I was jumping around and I didn't do this anymore for a while. And I really realized that this prayer and just intimate, intimate relationship and intimate prayer where God can use you also to pray for others that you haven't thought of, but the Holy Spirit makes it like available, like visible to you and available to you and sends it to you is comes through worship. When you are in worship, through worship comes prayer. Through worship comes revel like through worship come revelations. As I said, like when I was doing my hair in Manchester, I was listening to worship for three hours and I received this revelation. So it's so important to also have the heart of worship and not be like, yeah, I have to know God's word. I have to pray three times a day. I have to do this. Yeah, but if you do it without love, it also isn't, it doesn't bring anything. Then you can also leave it. You know, if you don't do it with love, because God can only work with a loving and repentant and honest, humble heart. And if you have like a routine where you want to fit God in just to check it off, he also can't use you because you will limit him and you are seeing it as a routine and as a chore and not as like a relationship with a person that you love to spend time with daily. 
So yeah, that's about that. But it is so important to also pray for the Holy Spirit, to receive the Holy Spirit. Because when God uses you and when God reveals things to you and gives you those revelations or tells you something that you shall do or say to a person, then you need to discernment of the Holy Spirit and you need to be able to listen what the Holy Spirit speaks for. In the Bible, it also says that everything the Holy Spirit speaks to us, Jesus tells him first and then he, the Holy Spirit tells it to us. So we need to be able to listen to this voice of the Holy Spirit. And I can share a little testimony what happened um, where I was like, this was so out of my comfort zone. It was whilst I was living in London, 2018 to 19, where I was like going to, I was going to an English something East Hall College and then I was like there and I went back home so I went to the station and when I was at the station there was a girl standing there and I was standing there so we were the only two I think at the station and God gave me this like impulse talk to her and I was like like an introvert I don't want to talk to people I don't want to step out of my comfort zone like and God tells me talk to her and I'm like I don't like <laughs> why should I like I can't I'm too shy everything and I was like okay so I wanted to ditch God like I didn't want to do it and you know how in England like in London there are those double-decker buses and <laughs> we were the only two in the bus and I was like no God I can't do it so I went all the way to the back just sit at the back but then <laughs> it is so funny to talk about it. It was smelling like urine a lot. And I was like, okay, God, I get it. And then I asked her if I can sit myself next to her in an empty double-decker bus. <laughs> Imagine someone comes to you and asks, can I sit next to you? And the whole bus is like free, you know, no one is in the bus, but you two and the driver. And yeah, so, but she said, yes. And then I was like, oh, great, thanks. And then I was like, what do I say now? <laughs> it was like, I have no idea what I shall say now. But then I just started to talk to her and I was like, hey, what's your name? And then, yeah, she said, tell me your name. And I was like, my name. And I don't know, we exchanged numbers and she was from France. And we exchanged numbers suddenly. And I don't know if I talked about God already. It could be. Yeah, I think I talked about God already. I don't really remember what I said, but I said something. <laughs> and then we had like exchanged our numbers and then we met up another day and I was at her place. We had some tea and some cookies and then we were talking about a friend of hers and she was like, um, a friend of hers, she's sick. She had like a brain tumor and I was just like, okay, that's, that's, that's huge. And I was like, yeah. I would definitely pray for her and we can pray for her. And then she was like, how do you pray? Like really like she didn't know how to pray. And then I was just like, yeah, we can just pray together now. And we did pray together and I told, talked to her and I said to her, yeah, you can just say, yeah, dear father, and just talk about what is on your heart and talk for your friend. And then you can close it off with praying and saying in Jesus name, amen. And he will, he can heal. He is a healer and he will hear your prayer. And yeah, so I just said this to her and we prayed together for the first time and she prayed for the first time. And I was just like, this is so huge because God used me for this moment because afterwards we'd never met again I think yeah it wasn't like a friendship that built, like grew out of it but I was just used for that moment and for that season and I believe that it really has sowed a seed of just like 
showing her how to pray and that she can come to God the way with the requests on her heart that she has and the way that she just is. And yeah, so this was the Holy Spirit speaking, but you have to have the Holy Spirit to know this and you have to invite the Holy Spirit because if you invite the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will come and the Holy Spirit will be like... um encouraging you but he'll also be rebuking you like in things that you do and he will also tell you to do things like this so but it's so beautiful because afterwards because fear of man of course exists but afterwards you see the greater picture and we have to think of this aspect of not seeing it as a burden and seeing it as okay we'll be neglected and rejected by people but we have to see it that it can be a seed that will like come bring forth a lot of fruit for the future where, for example, this girl has maybe prayed at home. Maybe she has given her life to Jesus by now. I don't know. Maybe her family got saved. Maybe she prayed a prayer and um, someone got healed. Because the thing is, uh, we had an update afterwards over like WhatsApp, I think it was. And the girl was healed. Like, I don't know if it was the prayer. I don't know if all of it worked. But I believe the prayer had a lot to do with it also. But the girl was healed. So she didn't, like, she it, it went down. So she got, like, um, released from the hospital. And I was just like, God, you are so amazing. I have to look up if I still have the chat. And I have to look it up because this was such a huge wonder and such a miracle. And I was like, God, you are so great. I'm so little, but you can use me and do something great out of it because you don't know how many people it has affected in the end. And if she has told her friend that we prayed and all of this, like you'd never know what it brought and brings. So it's always good to obey God, but to obey him, of course, you have to have the spirit to like hear what he says and then also not be like me and try to sit in the back of the like bus, but <laughs> obey God from the first place, like just do it. Um, but yeah, so it can be hard, but it's all worth it. And this is why he also gave us the Holy Spirit because we need the helper. And if we go to the Greek word in like, um, because when we go to John 14 verse 12, it was like John 14 was about the Holy Spirit and that Jesus has to go away so that the helper can come. And it was about, um, very truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing and they will do even greater things than these because I am going to the Father. This was Jesus and we can do greater things than him. He has healed the people. He has really, he's preached. He has um, cast out demons. All of those things we can still do today and even greater things because we have more time than he had in his ministry. So we can do greater things, but only through the advocate, only through the spirit. And the Greek word for it is pa parakletos. I hope I'm pronouncing it right. It is helper advocate, which means that he, he is like one who pleads another's cause before a judge, a pleader, counsel for defense, legal assistant, an advocate. So what do advocates do? They talk to you for you to also get the best position on it and speak the truth, also being very well spoken, but they also tell you when you need to speak what you shall say. So the Holy Spirit will also tell you what you shall say in those moments when God says, like, go to that person and talk to her. And I was just like, because this was the only impulse that he gave me in the first place. Like, it was just talk to her. It was not like, talk to her about me or something. But this just came out naturally once I started. And yeah, so it's just about the first step that we have to do. And then everything else shall follow. And yeah, so basically... If you want to God to work through you and to use you for those great wonders and miracles, he is still the same yesterday, today and forevermore. 
And it's only about us, how we make ourselves available to let those wonders happen through him and on how much faith we bring to the table. Because as it says, if we have faith just as small as a mustard seed, we can move the mountains and we can tell to the mountain to move there. So yeah, God is still good. God is good all the time. All the time, God is good, right? But yeah, it's like we have to get ready in the form of like fasting, knowing his word, spending time with him daily, having an intimate relationship and having our foundation rooted on Jesus Christ because he is a firm rock that we can stand on. So whatever wind, whatever waves will come, we are standing firm on him. So yeah, it can sound like a lot, like a lot to do. No God's word, fast, intimate relationship, three times a day prayer stuff. But no, just remember prayer is a conversation with God. It's not always necessarily going on your knees and praying every time, but you can be walking out. You can be going, getting your groceries. You can be in the car blasting worship music. Just don't close your eyes whilst you're driving. (laughs) Very important. And out of worship, there comes also prayer and those revelations. So don't see it as a chore or as a burden or something that requires a lot of work. It will require a lot of like effort, like time wise, you have to put the time in, you have to sit yourself down, you have to overcome the first attempt of not wanting to do it. So it takes the, the those efforts, but it is all worth it because you will walk differently into the day and yeah, and generally your whole life and you see those wonders unfold in your life and how God is using you. And whilst I was living in London and deepening my relationship with God, because this is also where I got baptized and had an amazing small group, we did like outreach. We were praying for people and I talked to people on the street and just did things where I was like, wow, I wish I could go back to that. But also there are those times of quiet. There are those times of isolation because this is where actually God builds a firm foundation where you know his word so that when the situation comes that you've never been faced with before, you can speak his word over that person, over that situation that you are able to be like, okay, for example, you've never cast out a demon and you're like always out, out, out and about, but you only know about grace and love and God and baptism, but not about demons and how we shall cast them out in the end when it happens you stand there and you're like okay what am I doing now like I don't know and I'm afraid and then fear can kick in and then it's not going to be successful because then you start to fear and you're not going to step into the authority that we have in Jesus Christ and yeah so basically those times of quiet because this also has happened to me because I was like God you don't use me but it was so much time of teaching teaching me more of his word so that when the situation came also with like praying for a demon to be cast out which happened I want for the first time then and I was even like I can't do that but then the Holy Spirit was like you're going to do it now because it was really not my strength but I knew what the Bible said about it and how to pray about it so I was able to pray in that situation and come into the situation with faith and not step back and not be afraid like afraid to the extent that I will not do it or doubt my doubt the faith or the power and authority that it's that is in the name of Jesus Christ so yeah it can sound like a lot but it is all worth it so get yourself ready in form of knowing his word fasting um everything like receiving the Holy Spirit praying for the Holy Spirit spending time with him daily and you will see those great wonders and miracles happen through your like through you because like through him in you (laughs) and he will make things possible where you are like okay god this is crazy for example when i cast out a demon and i was just like 
like you know sometimes you don't even believe it you think that people are faking it on videos but then I was like face to face with it and I was like okay god uh like fight and our war is really against principalities of like the spiritual realm and not only against flesh and bones and to see that also deepens your relationship and knowledge about him so yeah basically that's what today's episode is about I also have to close it now because I will have like um a is it a probation day? No, I don't know how I say it. Hospitation day? I have no idea, but I'll be starting my internship in March in like the social field. And today I have my first day where I will try it out and we'll see if it really is a fit. So I will have to get ready and I will have to get there. So pray for me. It's definitely different, something I've never done before, but I'm really excited for it. So yeah, pray for me. And I hope you like today's episode and yeah, leave me a review or follow me on Instagram, like the outro will comment in a few seconds, so you will hear it all again. Thank you so much for listening, but this will also be said later. Okay, I'll just say bye. <laughs> again, thank you so much for supporting this podcast, and if you want to continue to support it, make sure to leave a review on Spotify or wherever you're listening to my podcast, and if you want to stay updated, make sure to follow Where It's On Wednesday by Karina on Instagram to receive encouraging posts and reels but also we have weekly prayer requests and praise reports that I've imparted so that we can become a community that prays and intercedes for one another. Again, thank you for listening and for being you. May God bless you and have an amazing day.